Hello and welcome to the Informed Traveler podcast, part of the Informed Traveler radio show, which is heard each week on Chorus Radio. It's a travel podcast where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. And I'm your host, Randy Sharman. On our show this week, we're going to discuss the issue of running into the wrong side of the law when visiting a foreign country. And even though the frequency of experiencing a legal issue abroad is pretty low... It can quickly escalate to an expensive and scary situation. So in a few minutes' time, we're going to learn about a company called Legaroo that can provide you with legal help and get some tips on what kinds of legal issues to avoid before you leave. And if you're a classic movie buff or a fan of the TV shows like Friends or Big Bang Theory, you'll want to hang around later in the podcast when we talk with the folks from the Warner Brothers Studio Tour Hollywood. But first, we're going to start the show out talking with our good friend and travel writer, Debbie Olson, about her new book, The Top 150 Unusual Things to See in Alberta. Her website is wanderwoman.ca. Hi, Debbie. Hi, thanks for having me. Must be, pretty, must be pretty exciting to have a new book out. I'm not an author, but I think it would be pretty exciting, right? It is, actually. And I, I love this topic. I had so much fun researching it and uh, writing it. It's uh, Well, there's a lot of unusual things to love about Alberta. I'll say that. Well, it sounds like it. Uh, again, the title is Top 150 Unusual Things to See in Alberta. How unusual did a place have to be to make the cut? Ooh, such a tough... Um, it was very hard to, to choose, you know, which things were going to go in the book. I mean, there's there's so many. And I mean, honestly, if I included every large um, item that's every large roadside attraction, we'd have 150 right then. Mm-hmm. So I just picked the best ones, you know, or the ones that I thought were the most unique, and then also picked a ton of just other things, if they were interesting historically, if they were interesting to visit or to look at, Um it was, yeah, it was a call um, that I just had to make, and it was a hard thing to choose the 150, truthfully. <laughs> well, you have to come up with a, a sequel or a part two or something like that to, I, to fit I in the rest, do I guess. Because did you, sorry, I, I definitely do, because did you see that there's a giant cheesy now that's a roadside attraction? I Alberta? did. I did. <laughs> that is going into the second edition for sure. Sure. Uh, well, your you, your book breaks it down quite nicely into regions, and I, I think this is a good book for both local Albertans that may not know their you know region area or just want to explore some other parts of the province, and to those visiting Alberta that uh, might want to look at some unusual things to see. Thanks. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that people, you know, whether they're visitors or Albertans that they'll find new places in the book that they've not heard about and be able to go out and explore them. And I, the, the um, publisher was really great. They let me include a ton of trivia in there. So besides the 150 places, I also put in um, interesting trivia along the way. I've got a whole section on interesting, unusual foods invented in Alberta. I've got a section on um, Unusual bathrooms for regular people. 
<laughs> amongst other things, you know. So, so anyways, um, I, and those are outside the 150. So uh, I'm hoping that people will open it up and find some fun things that they didn't know about this place uh, we call Alberta. How much input did the places have themselves? Like, do they know that they're being <laughs> on the list of 150 unusual places? Well, some of them did, you know, um, but some of them, you know, were uh, just uh, some of them were ghost towns, you know, for example, I, I talked about Rowley, which you can go and have pizza in a ghost town in Rowley. Mm -hmm. You know, I included in there some really interesting uh, sites like the Alberta Provincial Police Barracks, and it tells the story of the only woman who was ever executed in Alberta. Really? And it, 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 yeah, it gives the details on it, and, you know, I, I thought it was really interesting, and I don't think that justice was done there, may I say. I, but you, you can go there and you can make up your own mind about whether justice was done or not. So, you know, I also visited Mountain Park Cemetery, which is the highest cemetery in Canada, and may I say got a flat tire while I was doing that. So that was an adventure in and of itself. <laughs> well, I think that's the, the takeaway is there's a story behind each of these places and sites, right? There is. There's, yeah, some really interesting places to go. Um, I included uh, Canada's, well, a place called Iniskam Unapi. It's otherwise known as Majorville Medicine Wheel. And it's been called, there's been a whole book written about it. It's called Canada's Stonehenge. It's um, Medicine Wheel that is significant to Indigenous people. And it's the oldest known one to exist in the world. It dates back to the early usage, earliest usage of Stonehenge, which is fascinating in and of itself. And if you stand there, I don't know if you've ever been to Stonehenge. Mm-hmm. And when you go to Stonehenge, it's like there's there's this feeling um, that you have when you're standing in this place that is 5,000 years old. You get that same kind of feeling when you're standing in Alberta's Stonehenge. Um, and especially if you can go with an Indigenous guide who can talk to you about their experiences going and visiting this site. So, yeah, there's. I'm hoping that people will read it. They'll find interesting things that they didn't know, and hopefully they'll go out and explore some of these places because we have some amazing spots in Alberta to see. We do. Uh, and, yeah, this is a great guide to use. Top 150 Unusual Things to See in Alberta. Debbie Olson is the author. You can check out uh, her website, wanderwoman.ca. Again, the book, Top 150 Unusual Things to See in Alberta. Thanks for your time, Debbie. I really appreciate it. And the book is amazing. I love it. Oh, thank you. Well, it's probably something you don't really think about when traveling and hope never happens, and that is running into legal problems when visiting a foreign country. Fortunately, there is help to give you tips on a particular country before you go and provide legal assistance if you need it when traveling. It's called Legaroo. And joining us now to give us some insight on how Legaroo works is Alex Thompson. He's the Chief Executive Officer for Legaroo. Legaroo.com is the website. Hi, Alex. 
Hi, how are you, Randy? I'm well, thank you. I'm excited to hear the story of Lee Garou. Give me, uh, give me the Coles Notes version of how it came about and how you came, became involved. So I'm, I'm a lawyer uh, for 25 years of experience now. Uh, my practice has always been dealing with uh, international clients. Um, and therefore, uh, about four years ago, a, a client of mine uh, came to me and, and, and asked me a very interesting question, which was, uh, listen, uh, he was an, an American client in Costa Rica, and he asked me, I'm not a troublemaker, uh, Alex, but what happens to me here if I'm in a bar and somebody wants to hit me? So kind of a weird question. Mm-hmm. So I said, listen, in Costa Rica, your self-defense is proportional to the attack. Uh, and you must be aware that, therefore, you cannot, uh, you know, pull out a gun uh, if someone is threatening you with basically a fist. So this is how legal started. We realized that in this incredible, massive travel industry, there wasn't a centralized platform of legal information where you could access a, you know, trustworthy and updated information about local rules in an easy way to understand. For example, what are the, the you know, the, the minimum age for drinking alcohol, the mm-hmm. legal age for drinking alcohol or smoke, what happens if I crash my rent-a-car and so on. In this current world, uh, nobody wants to hear, to read a four-page essay of a lawyer just to find out if you're of legal age to drink alcohol, Yeah. to give you an example. So everyone wants, you know, to have a, a, a speedious information at the, at the reach of your phone, uh, and this is what we created initially. Uh, once we started um, researching a little bit further on the travel industry, we realized that the majority of international insurance and assistance plans didn't hold a, a legal complement that that would really solve a, a legal issue that a traveler may face. So to give you an example, what the Canadian embassy, the U.S. embassy, or the U.K. embassy would do when one of their citizens is having legal issues abroad is to provide only a list of vetted law firms, usually quite expensive law firms, for this traveler to access to them and pay them out of their pocket because the embassies will not pay for any Mm -hmm. of these expenses. Uh, And then other ones used to, for example, uh, you know, high-end credit cards and so on, eventually what they would do is lend you the money or serve as a bridge to provide funds from your family to that particular country for bail purposes and so on. So we realized that the traveler didn't have a solution is facing a, a legal event abroad. For example, when you face a legal event abroad, you're confused. Eventually, depending on the on the country you're in, mm-hmm. you may be scared. And of course, the legal profession is quite predatory in times of urgency. So it's you could be really scammed or pay a incredible, you know, amount of fees for simple issues. So what we decided to do is to create a new product. It's called Legal Assist, in which we, we take the three, bo- the three boxes. The, the holders of our, our, our plans basically, when facing a legal event, they just basically know who to call. They call Ligaru. Ligaru then puts them in contact with local advisors who speaks English, 
uh, and, and the native language. Uh, and these local legal advisors, they can help you from the simple issues to sophisticated issues. And the beautiful part of the plans as well is that, um, you know, depending on the plan, you have a number of hours that are included, and therefore you're not hit with um, a big expenses that you never uh, budgeted for your trip. Um, so basically, this is what Legal Assist solves. You know, accessing of a trusted uh, lawyer's network, vetted lawyers, um, uh, bound to uh, comply and to assess, assist, and hopefully solve the, the legal issues abroad. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, I have to admit, it's something that uh, I've never really thought about because, uh, you know, I'm not a troublemaker. I don't go out looking for trouble, but even if you're not looking for trouble, it can find you, and it's one of those things that you don't think about it until you need it, and then when you need it, it's like you say, it can be confusing, especially if you're in a, a country that speaks a different language that you don't understand. I mean, there's all kinds of issues that you touched upon. What are some of the common things that the average person doesn't think about? I mean, you talked about, you know, when alcohol becomes involved or, or uh, drugs, especially I would think marijuana because it's legal in Canada, it may not be legal where you're going to. Uh, what are some of the, 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 the simple things that uh, can escalate into a big problem? Sure. Well, first of all, yes, to, to, to your point before, it is, you know, it is not likely that you will travel to get into legal issues, but you can be a victim of a crime. And if you're a victim of a crime, how, how can you navigate that, that, legal, that unknown legal environment, especially if you add language and cultural barriers? Um, in relation to cases, well, it, you know, Millions of things may happen to a traveler, but you're totally right in relation to, for example, the treatment of marijuana uh, in Canada, in Costa Rica, in the United States. Even even in the United States, you have treatment uh, that is totally different among jurisdictions. For example, you have a total different set of rules in Colorado, and then you cross the border to Utah, and you can get into real deep trouble mm-hmm. if you are caught smoking marijuana. If you do that in Jordan, you are facing two and a half year imprisonment. If you do that in Saudi Arabia, you're facing a ter- 10 year imprisonment mm-hmm. and X amount of lashes. Um, if you go to Malaysia or Singapore, you're even facing for the same one joint, uh, you may be facing life imprisonment. And, and on, until a couple of years ago, a Malaysia would have the death penalty. Uh, for just consuming uh, a joint. But the reality is that I think it's wise just to budget uh, for medical and legal assistance for just in case. And it kind of works like uh, travel insurance, doesn't it? Uh, And like I always say about travel insurance, it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Well, uh, absolutely. So, So we're not an insured product per se because... It, basically, we don't cover up to an amount. Basically, what we provide is assistance as a, on a number of hours mm-hmm. of the law firms. Just a basic example. Uh, you rent a car and you get into a speeding ticket. Uh, so we help you providing the lawyer who will um, assist you into solving the legal issue in relation to that speeding ticket, but we don't pay the speeding ticket. Yeah. The speeding ticket is on behalf of that particular traveler. 
The same will apply that if you're traveling and you're in a Airbnb and by mistake, uh, one of your ch children breaks a TV and right now the owner of the house is asking twice or triple the amount of the value of the TV or they don't want to give you the deposit. Well, that's exactly where we come in. Uh, our lawyers will speak with that particular owner. They'll set up the, the, the rational settlement and you know, the traveler goes uh, his or her way. Yeah, so that's that's the beauty of, of, of having that local uh, legal point of contact at your disposal. Yeah, it's it's there to make sure that you know your rights in a foreign country, which you wouldn't know, and to make sure that uh, all the the protocols are put into place so that you're not you know being fined more or sent to jail when you shouldn't or those types of things, right? Uh, absolutely. I mean, part part of what what I believe is a rather value is that 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 we provide that expeditious local knowledge. I mean, one of the things that that you have to realize when dealing with legal issues is that a legal issue can easily be dealt with, or if you don't if, if you don't deal with it uh, expeditiously, it, it can actually escalate to bigger things. Mm -hmm. um, because, I mean, there's nothing like being able to have local advisors that know the lay of the land. Uh, just imagine this particular case um, as an example. I mean, you get into, into a legal issue in a particular country. You have our lawyers taking care of that, communicating to authorities. And potentially, that will mean that the, that the, that the situation can be easily dealt with. Mm -hmm, exactly. Well, we could go on and on uh, for hours, probably. But the best thing, and the other thing uh, that we forgot to mention on your website, legaroo.com. It's L E G A R O O dot com. There's all kinds of information that gives you an idea before you leave on uh, the countries uh, or the country that you may be traveling to. So you have an idea of what the legal drinking age is, what kind of drugs are allowed, or if they're allowed at all, and, and some of the penalties. So it really is a wealth of information. Uh, Alex Thompson is the Chief Executive Officer with Ligaru. Again, it's Ligaru.com, uh, the website. Alex, we'll just have to have you back on uh, to talk more about not getting into trouble in a foreign land. Uh, it will be my pleasure, Randy. Well, if you're a movie buff or a fan of TV shows like Friends or The Big Bang Theory, a must-see stop the next time you're in Los Angeles is the Warner Brothers Studio Tour Hollywood. So joining us now to share what it's like to visit the Warner Brothers Studio Hollywood is Gary Soloff. He is the Director of Marketing for the Warner Brothers Studio Tour Hollywood. The website, wbstudiotour.com. Hi, Gary. Hi, how are you doing today? I'm good, thanks. Uh, let's start with the basics. How long has the Warner Brothers Studio Tour been uh, operating? Where are you located? And I guess the most important thing, what's the easiest way of getting there? So uh, the, the Warner Brothers Studio Tour is located on the actual famed Warner Brothers um, back lot. Um, we have been a studio tour for nearly 50 years. Um, the studio itself, actually, um, we're, we're going to be celebrating our 100th anniversary next year. So we're very excited about that. That's, that's more to come in, in 2023. Um, but we've, um, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're 
conveniently located in Burbank, kind of the north, you know, the northern part of Hollywood, if you will. You know, everyone assumes Hollywood and all the movies are made like in Hollywood itself. But in reality, Burbank, um, Burbank, California um, is actually the home of Disney. It's the home of Warner Brothers. It's the home of you know Universal across the street. So everybody's favorite storytelling takes place literally in Burbank. Well, and as you mentioned, 100 years, that's a lot of history, that's a lot of movies, that's a lot of stuff. So I imagine it's probably changed over the 50 years that the tour has been going, though, right? Yeah, absolutely. We've, um, we've grown leaps and bounds over the, over the 50 years, and it's, it's really a unique experience for, um, you know, for anyone who's interested in the entertainment industry or interested in TV and film. Um, you know, when you... When you step into the, the, the new Welcome Center. So in 2020, we opened a brand new Welcome Center. You're really sort of stepping behind those, those you know, golden gates, if you will, of, of Hollywood and getting a glimpse of, of how we really bring, you know, storytelling to life on the big and small screen. So um, it's, a, it, it's a unique experience. We offer several different types of tours, but our standard tour is about three hours. Um, you start off in our storytelling showcase where you get to learn all about the Warner Brothers themselves. Um, you learn about all of our innovation and technology over the last hundred years, learn about the TV shows that we've made, the films we've made, animation. Um, you know, Looney Tunes was created on our back lot. Termite Terrace um, actually was created by Jack Warner in the corner of the lot for the animators. He wasn't a big fan of animation at the time, so he kind of threw them in the corner and called it Termite Terrace because it was one of the worst buildings on the lot. But from <laughs> that building came Bugs Bunny characters that, 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 that are part of Looney Tunes. Um, you know, so the, after, after the storytelling showcase, um, you get to see an intro film that talks about all of the different films and TV shows that we've created through the years. And then you meet your incredible tour guide who will take you on um, – about an hour, an hour and 15 minute journey through our back lot. And really these expert guides kind of take you on the journey of how we bring film and television to life on the big and small screen. So you'll see back lot sets, you'll go onto a sound stage, um, you'll see practical sets, they'll talk about just the different ways in which production takes place um, and you know, kind of all the, really the, the nuts and bolts of, of TV and, and movie making. Um, You'll drive through the mill, which is where we create all of the set walls. Um, you'll get a chance to you know, see the prop house. You get to go by the prop house. Um, you'll get to just see all the different buildings and all the different departments that really make up the, the community, that, that community, the creative community that we have on the lot, um, that, that all goes to, to creating these incredible stories. Um, at the end of the guided portion of the tour, you arrive at stage 48, what we call script to screen, our interactive soundstage. Mm -hmm. And that's really where you begin to see everything that you've learned on the tour kind of come to life. So um, what happens in the writer's room, you get to see what happens in the production design area. You get to see the um, you know, amazing costumes, um, how those come to life. Um, right now on display, we have um, Elvis's costume from the incredible Baz Luhrmann's Elvis that we just came out a few months ago. Um, and then you're actually in, so stage 48 is an actual sound stage, and then you transition and see, you know, a, a working set. You actually get to see the Central Perk set from Friends. Um, you get to see the Big Bang Theory sets. You get to sit in Sheldon's spot. <laughs> and then we talk a little bit about um, um, all of the, like, kind of technical technological things. So force perspective, um, motion capture, 
sound, editing, post-production, all of those different things that we talked about on the tour, you get to actually kind of see live and, and demonstrate it. That's sort of like the basic tour, but there are upgrades. And what about the classics tour? So once you're actually at stage 48, and then I'll describe some of the different um, experiences that we offer. So um, at stage 48, and you see um, all everything script to screen, we have a working Central Perk Cafe where you can um, grab lunch. We have some amazing food. We have amazing pastries, um, which, you know, um, I, I have to admit, I have to, I, I do, <laughs> I do take advantage of on a regular basis. You get to dine in recreated sets from friends um, in our friends' boutique. So we have Monica's apartment. We have the boys' apartment. We have a recreation of Central Perk. Um, and um, we also have a friends' boutique with uh, exclusive merchandise that you can't get anywhere else. So um, then you journey back to the, the grand finale, which we call Action and Magic Made Here. And that's where um, we get folks closer to the DC universe and the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Um, that's really the next phase of the tour where you get to sort of step into the movies and see recreated sets um, from Wonder Woman, Batman, Aquaman, Superman um, in, in the setting of a Batcave. So we have incredible Batmobiles. We have um, the most recent Batmobile from the Batman. We have the original um, uh, Batman, um, the Keaton Batman, we call it the Keaton Batmobile from um, Batman 1989. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you transition into the Wizarding World, where we've recreated um, Harry's uh, cupboard under the stairs, where he slept, the Dursley fireplace. You can get sorted into your sorting hat. Uh, get, sorry, get sorted by the sorting hat into your Hogwarts house. We have a potions classroom. We have um, some great scenes from Fantastic Beasts. And, um, and then we kind of wrap it all together in our celebration of award season, where you actually get to hold... Um, an award. Um, we have Oscars, we have um, Emmys, there's various different things that we get to show you. And then really in this last room is our kind of our showcase of um, some of the most iconic award-winning um, props from Casablanca, um, from Fuller House. We have the twin um, little bee outfits. Um, we have um, Chadwick Boseman's uh, Jersey from 42. We have the um, crucifix from The Exorcist. <laughs> um, and um, and then, um, and then we have an amazing retail store. So it's really a great experience. So that's all included in this, the basic studio tour. We also offer, um, at the same price, uh, our classics tour, which really is just a re-themed tour for those who are really interested in the classics. So mm. we have one of our classics trained, trained guides who will take you on a journey from what we like to say is the golden age of Hollywood, so the studio's origin, to the 70s, 80s, um, I mean, you know, in reality, it sounds like we're probably around the same age. You know, Friends is also considered a classic in many, in many, um, um, you know, in many camps. So, um, um, but we do kind of focus, trying to focus on the golden age of Hollywood um, and those stories um, and, you know, kind of how things were brought to life. We do have a classic display at Stage 48 that has amazing gowns from our leading ladies, um, including um you know, Betty Davis, Joan Crawford, Olivia de Havilland, Lauren McCall, um, and um, Elizabeth Taylor. And then we have some amazing costumes from My Fair Lady, um, as well as um, uh, some some of our older sort of gangster film costumes and stuff and props from that era. So it's really cool if you're really interested in, in that 
um, in, in the golden age of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And then next year, being your 100th anniversary, that would be a great year to tour, I would think, because all the different events that you probably have planned. Yeah, we're really working towards building, um, you know, some new, uh, you know, exhibits that will focus on our 100th year history, 100 years of, of um, storytelling. I mean, there's just so many rich stories. You know, the you kind of get to get a little glimpse of all of that in on the current tour. There's a couple other tours that I'll mention. There's our um, Studio Tour Plus, which is a three to four hour experience, and that um, comes with uh, a you know pre-tour refreshment and then lunch in um, our, our Central Perk, which is included in that. You get a little bit more time with your guide. You get an extra hour with your guide, mm-hmm. um, and then we also have our deluxe tour, which is really you know for the diehard fan of, of entertainment who really wants to go deep. Um, it's a five hour experience. And then really the highlight is um, uh, lunch in our commissary fine dining room. So that's where our executives and deal makers and talent all sort of congregate and do deals and talk about the next movie and stuff. So really a special um, a special treat for, for folks to go on the deluxe tour. It all sounds uh, so much fun. You can find more information on the Warner Brothers Studio Tour website, wbstudiotour.com. And Gary Soloff is the Director of Marketing for the Warner Brothers Studio Tour Hollywood. Uh, we could go on, Gary. We could talk for hours because there's so many shows and so many things. But uh, time is our enemy. We'll just have to have you back on uh, down the road. Sounds great. Thank you. And that is this week's Informed Traveler podcast. Remember, this is the podcast version of the Informed Traveler radio show, which is heard each week on Chorus Radio. You can find more information on the show at our website, theinformedtraveler.org. So thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, let us know, leave a review, tell a friend, or you can drop me a line. My email is randy at theinformedtraveler.org. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler or follow me on Twitter at informedtraveler.org.